with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Mainly cloudy today with a chance of showers early this morning and later this afternoon, a high of 22. Right now in our city, it is 13 degrees. There was drama across our country last night. I'll tell you why in just 30 seconds. But first, after confusion and delays, the Edmonton Oilers say the winning 50-50 number from the record-setting August 7th draw will be announced in the next few days. The total pot will be around $14.3 million, with the winner taking home half. In sports, Edmonton's Alfonso Davies is the very first Canadian to win a men's Champions League title. Congratulations to him. And more than 3,700 properties in Penticton remain on an evacuation alert due to the wildfires, with the city's mayor urging people to have their bags packed just in case. Now, the fire on Christie Mountain near Penticton covers about 20 square kilometers. If you're wondering how big that is, it's about 30 times as big as Disneyland, Chris. That's big. Yeah, that's pretty big. <laughs> All right. And after more than six hours of delays due to some ballots being torn and eaten by machines, we now know that Aaron O'Toole is the new leader of the federal conservative party. He won over the favored Peter McKay. Lots of people were surprised about this. Mm. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You basically went through your list of exactly how you were going to um, tackle your day before you even got to work. I know. It is ridiculous, but I need to have a, a strict schedule before I get to work. Otherwise, I'll never make it here. Right. These two young girls, it is crazy. Um, if you've watched my Insta stories this morning or you, I've talked to you, you know that Bobby's gone back to work. So he's in the oil field. This is great news, but also bad news because it means I'm stuck with these two girls in the morning trying to get them to the day home, get myself to work, and also get ready for work at the same time. Right. Lay it so, out for us. Okay, here's my schedule because I actually wrote it down so I would stick to it. 2.30, wake up. <laughs> Our, I hate it already. Thanks. <laughs> 2.30 to 3.15, shower and get ready for the day. 3.15 to 3.45, do the news for the show. 3.45 to 4, get Lily up and changed. 4 to 4.20, Lily bottle. 4.20 to 4.30, get Kennedy up, dressed, and peed. <laughs> Lucky Go for pee. Kennedy, she gets a little bit of extra she sleep does there. Get a little extra. She's got the sweet deal on this. <laughs> 4.35, get the girls out the door. 5 o'clock, Lynn, stay home. So what happens if you uh, get off sketch? <laughs> it's ugly for yeah. all of us. <laughs> we Somebody's don't... not peeing and nobody's getting a bottle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or someone's not doing their hair. Or somebody's not here at work. Yeah. yeah one or the other. Or, or, yeah. It's a crazy schedule. And, and usually it will get tighter as the week goes on because we kind of get used to it. But for today, this is our first time doing it. I didn't know how the girls were going to wake up at 4 a.m. Luckily, right. of course, they were happy and ready to go. Wow. That's crazy. How about yourself, Chris? I never yeah. know about Chris's routine. Yeah, he, he what pro- is your routine in the morning? I know he does roll into the studio about five yeah. minutes before he has to turn on the microphone. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. I would uh, say that uh, um, my, you know, if I had a list like Jack's, it would be like, I, I don't know, like today it would be like wife wakes you up because you forgot to put your watch on that wakes you up. Um, <laughs> what time is that at? Apologize, apologize to your wife. Uh, <laughs> That's 4.15 to 4.30. <laughs> apologize to your wife. <laughs> if you want to know exactly what happened today, um, then brush your teeth, take a pee, um, brush your hair, make sure you've got clothes on, and uh, take your cholesterol pill and get to work. What time do you get up? <laughs> huh? What time do you get up? Uh, probably four fifteen ish or so. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Uh, alarm goes off at four twenty five. Yeah. I already have my clothes laid out in the other room so I don't wake up Sam. Mm. Uh, and then I shower, get my clothes on, and go. See, I, like 
Unlike you guys got it so easy. I'm, yeah, we're we pretty do. low maintenance, right? Like, yeah. I don't do. eat breakfast any in the morning, so I just like I'm still my eyes are still pretty hazy when I'm pulling out of the driveway. Okay, that's good because I've mine are too. They're pretty blurry. I'm like <laughs> I've got my glasses on. It feels like I don't have them on yet. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, to be Chris, fair, it is my choice to straighten my hair in the morning. I don't really have to. Yeah. TV ready. That's right. You never know, guys. <laughs> All right. What about you? What do you have to do before you get to work? Maybe you're somebody that does that, you know, works out for like an hour, an hour and a half. Amazing. Work, which that is, uh, you know That's what? next level. That is next level. We want to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're uh, looking for how you start your day before you actually get to work and like, uh, I guess, clock in, so to speak. Yeah, there's lots of people that just sleep as much as they can and then go to their day. Others get up and get an early start, let's say. All right, DJ. So I get up at uh, about 3.30 every morning and I get rid. I have to be up for two hours before I go to work and I start work at 5.30. I have to drink my coffee. I have to just mellow out before I go to work. This is a self-limiting practice. You need eight hours of sleep. Well, sometimes I go to bed at, like, last night I went to bed at quarter to nine. Okay. Oh, that's impressive. You're doing good. Yeah, it's it's never my time. It's never the, the, the time I wake up. It's the time I go to bed. Like, last night I got stuck sucked into watching this whole conservative drama and trying to see who was going to win the... That didn't end till like, 2 a.m. I know. No, well. <laughs> Chris Are is just refreshing Twitter. the hockey game? Ah, uh, no, nah, not really. Oh, come on. I know. I'm not very Canadian. What kind of Canuck fan are you? <laughs> Ooh, not a great one. Not one. <laughs> not one at all. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What is your routine before you get to work? Jack finished talking about hers and it tired us out so much we fell asleep. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, it's all right. It's pretty impressive. But anyway, what are, what are other, other people saying? I'm not the only one. This text says, at 4.30, my alarm goes off. Then till 5.15, I hit snooze. At 5.15, I panic because at 5.16, I throw on my clothes and run out the door at 5.17. <laughs> I need gas at 6 o'clock. I roll into work Tokyo Drift style. I like that. Hitting the e-brake around the <laughs> corner. Snoozing for 45 minutes, basically, right? Like, oh, that's such a luxury to snooze. It's the best. It oh. isn't. Just to gate those feet on the ground. Yeah. I'm a construction truck driver, and I have to be in Atchison by 6.30 every day. I wake up 20 minutes before I leave the house. 20 minutes text. is about not bad, yeah. Yeah. My feet hit the floor at 4.30. I feed the dogs, and I start the coffee. Once they've eaten, I walked... I what I sorry walk up fire up the tractor and feed the sheep chickens and I have a cup of coffee then I'm off to work it takes about one and a half hours there you go that's a busy morning gotta feed everybody else before you head to work nice what about you Texas with your I guess your routine before you get to work seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine as well you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast yeah we used to call it putting your foot in your mouth like again Matt I mean who knows Matt you just send out a tweet and all of a sudden you offend Bob Layton. You don't think you're going to, but... Yeah, I'm just a big content guy. I'm just throwing content out. Some of it's going to make somebody upset. Sorry, Bob Layton. All right. Brian Hall, I'm coming for you next. Okay. Not intentionally, though. No, of course not. (laughs) I've been known to do that from time to time. It was uh, when I was getting my splint on my broken hand, the two lovely ladies that were working there, uh, we got talking and Karen was there with me and uh, they said something about you guys have kids. And then I looked at the one of them and I said, oh, we've got kids, but they're probably like your age. I pointed at the one lady 
And then Karen said afterwards, do you realize you basically said the other lady who wasn't that much older was like way older? Ooh. <laughs> but not your age, you old hag. <laughs> yeah, the younger just, one. It was so bad. <laughs> hey, you're, you're grasping at straws. I think they're fine, but that's not that bad. That's what I thought too, but Karen got me as soon as we got in the parking lot. She said, do you realize what you just did in Ooh, there? Oh, and that is the worst when you don't realize it, and then you have to think about it over and over and over again. Oh my gosh. I don't know if any of these will, uh, you know, will... Anyway, think about the t- times that you've had to put your foot in your mouth. Jack, you don't do it very often. You're very careful. I, I am pretty careful. But, but when it comes to parenting, I'll say something like, I would never do that. And someone's like, I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 780-421-1039. If you've got a foot in the mouth story, whether it was on social media or in real life like mine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about foot-in-your-mouth stories, and uh, there's uh, some rolling in that all kind of have the similar theme to them this morning, Jack. Uh, yeah, I think you'll guess what it is when you hear this story. Here is my foot jammed so hard in my mouth story. I was 24 years old, getting ready to go out at night with a friend of mine. I'm at her place, and an old schoolmate shows up. Well, it was really nice to see her, but instead of saying that, I said very excitedly, Oh my goodness, when are you due? She said three years ago, I should have known. Obviously, if you're expecting, as I thought she was, you probably wouldn't be going out to party. I'd be like, "Uh, anybody want to do some shots? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'll just be in the corner doing it myself. (laughs) Another one here. I was at a function with my wife and I asked her boss's wife when she was expecting. She had just had a baby. Mm. That's no way to get up the just corporate ladder. Just don't ever do no. it. Let them tell you the good news. Don't yeah. uh, don't go put a prodding for it for sure. Um, something kind of similar to that, and I used to do it a lot, and I've uh, no longer do it. Where you'd say, "Oh, he's a adorable little baby," or "She's an adorable oh, little baby," and yeah. it's the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have that problem with Kennedy and Lily. They have no hair till they're two. Yeah. <laughs> so you have no idea. That's yeah. the most wholesome foot and mouth I've ever heard. It's yeah. not so bad. I guess. All right. But, you know, the best of the times that you're with a couple or you're with a group and then your wife kicks you under the table and you have no clue why she's kicking you. Like you're like re, re, like planning everything in your brain and going, what did I say? What could I possibly have said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. There will be a discussion in the car on the way home. <laughs> there always <Ooh>. is. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My neighbors, Anthony and James, they won Amazing Race Canada, the uh, reality show about a year ago, and they're great guys. Great guys. There's no two ways about that. And they also are, are pretty active on social media. And it was about uh, six months ago, I think it was, was it during COVID or before COVID, uh, they came over and they said, we think we have a squirrel in our house. And I said, well, why do you think this? Well, they said, uh, well, there's things that have been eaten, like apples off the table and <laughs> all sorts of stuff like that. Chris but, says, that's just me. Yeah, I've just been coming just over. Just the lady bitty bites. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. shouldn't have given me your uh, your code to get into your house. But anyway, um, so didn't hear anything else about that. And then I was watching their social media last week, and sure enough, they got the squirrel back in the house. This time, they got video of them trying to catch this squirrel, and it was just one of the funniest things. I think we can all relate. They got a broom. They're screaming. They got a laundry <laughs> basket. They're trying to get this squirrel into it. And this, <laughs> squirrel, a movie. this squirrel was, like, way too friendly, like, way too friendly. 
Well, he's you know because he's the one they've been feeding him. He's yeah. been living there for six months. Exactly, they were gone for a week actually on holidays when they came back. Oh, and he was in there, so he'd made quite a mess. So anyway, long story short, it took some time, but they got the, the squirrel out. They went up up to the upstairs, and they had a window open, and they kind of forced it out the window, and out it went. And um, so our question this morning is: Have you ever had that kind of a situation in your house? I mean, Jack, you've had some strange animals in your house. Oh yeah, my husband. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a weasel one time. We right. had, I mean, we've told the story a million times, but long story short, we had everyone over for Christmas, the whole family about five years ago. And first time we've hosted Christmas in forever. And of course, a weasel shows up, <laughs> ran all through the house. The chihuahuas went crazy. It sprayed. And then it stayed in the garage for a while. And then it just disappeared. Yeah. What does weasel juice smell like? <laughs> Skunk. It does. Oh, weasel. it's awful. It wasn't good at all. Well, my wife is so paranoid about these squirrels. And you know, my wife's like the sweetest, most innocent person on the planet. And yesterday we were sitting on the deck and she said, if I had a pellet gun, I could get that squirrel from here. I'm like, really? Oh, jeez. Like that on is unlike her. Yeah. Picking off squirrels. <laughs> squirrel number well, one. She's just like, you, they're way too, they're just, they're all over, kind of getting close to the house and there's so many of them and she's getting, getting too comfortable. she's getting nervous. So I have a question about um, your neighbor's squirrel. So yeah. you said that it ran out the window. Does it just not come back then? Is what? it just to say bye? No. He yeah. knows exactly how to get in there. It, this is a temporary solution. Well, like, he knows the code, for I think, sure. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. You see, it looks like a chimney squirrel, because they yeah. had little, they had little like, uh, ash footprints around. <laughs> the chimney squirrel. There we go. So you're suggesting that's where it came from. Start a fire, man. All right. <laughs> Matt, you have mice in your house. That's about it. Yeah, everywhere I go, mice seem to follow me. <laughs> I don't know what, like, I leave crumbs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Uh-oh. But uh, we're going to have to call here before winter, because I know they're going to want to come inside. But oh. you You've got a cat, right? Yeah, she's useless. Oh. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. These mice know that I have a cat, so they just go on the counters where where they I don't want them the most. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> stay away from the cat. All right. What about you? Uh, what's the craziest animal story in your house? Do you have 780-421-1039? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, when animals get in your house stories. Ronnie, you've got one for us. Oh, yeah. I live on an acreage, and uh, I have two little tiny dogs and one kitten. Well, she's three years old now. But, of course, you know, when you get a new kitten, whatever, they want to bring little presents to mommy all the time, right? Uh So she was bringing all these little dead mice and whatever, leaving them outside on the doorstep. So every time I opened the door, I had all these little presents. Well, this one day, I opened the door, and then she comes, right? And all of a sudden, I see this mouse just running around the front room she had it was still alive in her mouth so she dropped it on the floor well i'm 300 pounds i must have done four backflips to get on the couch i'm screaming screaming like an idiot my two other little dogs they're running around barking and yipping and trying to get this mouse and i'm thinking i gotta get dressed i gotta go to work so i come off the couch and i'm trying to find this stupid little mouse couldn't find it anywhere i get in the shower and I'm like, please, God, please, God, be gone. Don't, I don't want to see this mouse like come out. Well, one of them got it because it was dead on the carpet in the living room. Yeah. I took about 15 sheets of paper towel, wrapped it around my hand, and I was like, you're flushed. You're gone. <laughs> and I dumped it down the toilet. I was petrified. I thought, 300 pounds, scared of a little thing that weighs maybe two ounces. Yeah, it was funny, but it was freaky at the same time. I can't oh, believe you're sketchy. You flushed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know what else to do with it. I thought, well, we're on a, we're on a septic anyway out here, so 
it's going to go there, right? But I, did, I didn't know. I'm, I'm not putting it in the garbage because it might come alive. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's, fair. that's fair. I would have just you know? needed it out the front door. What is she going to do? Have a ceremony and bury it, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad well, idea. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, the cat doesn't bring him in the house anymore, thank God. But oh, we look at the presents outside. Thank you for the great story. I kind of agree with Matt. The first thing I would would not think of is flushing it down the toilet. <laughs> it's not like a goldfish, but oh well. It's... You know it's a permanent goodbye, though. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about wild animals in your house. Oh, lots of texts coming in. This one says, good morning, guys. Uh, when I got home from the hospital... Oh, sorry. That was the wrong one. All right. Good morning, guys. We had a robin build a nest with eggs in our fifth wheel hitch. Again, the mama abandoned the nest and the eggs. Mm. You feel bad going, you know, hooking up the trailer, but it's got to happen. What about this one? This is a warning. If you ever get a nasty smell in your home and you can't figure out what it is, chances are it's a mouse that your pet has killed and it's crawled away to safely die under a piece of furniture. Then you have to give the carpet a haircut to get the mouse off of it because all of its insides have oozed out and permanently velcroed it to the carpet. Then, six months later, after doing all kinds of things, you still can't find the smell. Interesting. That is brutal. That is brutal. Hey, what about you, Vince? Yeah, I come home from school one day when I was younger, and I sit down, start watching TV, and I hear this clap, 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 clap noise, and what the heck, pause the TV, nothing. This happens two or three more times. Finally, I get up to investigate. I go down to the basement, and there's that duck in the basement. <laughs> like a full-on duck? A duck, a mallard, yeah. Just walking around. No idea how it got there. That's like sounds oh like God. a ghost. And this is the story. <laughs> this is literally in one of my kids' children's books. Yeah. So I get it in a cat kennel because I thought it was hurt to take it to the vet. And I opened the front door, and the door wasn't closed properly, so it flew in flying out and took off. Really? <laughs> Yeah. To another basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about animals in the house. We had an older home, says this texter, and a mama bird got into the attic and built a nest. Well, she ended up having her babies. Once they started to move around, they fell between the inside walls, so no insulation at the end of it. We had to cut the drywall to get them out because mama had abandoned them. At the end, or at the time, we also had a husky who really wanted them. Mm. Can you imagine that dog just staring at the walls? <laughs> You're gonna call Birdie CPS. Yeah. What's with all these mums abandoning their babies? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just reach a certain age and they're like, "You're you're good. You're good. All right, uh, Carla. What about you?" many years ago and my mom decided to prepare supper for us and she pulled out a rose from the freezer and she put it on the counter had to go outside for a few minutes when she came back the rose was gone so didn't know what happened to it about a week later there was a funny smell coming from the basement so we followed the smell and it turned out this rose appeared in the box spring mattress in a bedroom downstairs. So, fine. This rose ended up here somehow. I didn't know how it got there. About a day later, we're sitting at dinner, and I see this animal cross the hallway. So we thought it was a cat, and my mom went into the bedroom, and she crawled down on her hands and knees and looked under the bed, and she says, here, kitty, 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 here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> and then she says, that's not a cat. So we called Fish and Wildlife, and they came and corralled it, and it was actually a mink. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he came back for his 
roast and it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, uh, there's actually a YouTube channel where uh, a guy owns a bunch of minks. They seem like nice animals. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they eat roasts. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess they do. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, uh, Matt, how often do you walk your dog? Uh, once a day. Yeah, it's That's a pretty good. It's a pretty casual walk, usually with the kid. Yeah. So to the mailbox? We're not going too far. Well, a little further, maybe halfway down the block. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then I will take her on uh, longboard trips, and then she'll get lots of energy out that way. Okay. That happens once a week. All right. All right. Why well, are you trying to shame me? I'm not. I'm just trying to get a, a just kind of set the pace here. Dog, I, I took my Chloe for uh, about a 8K walk yesterday. So, but that doesn't happen All every day, day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen every day. It was a light day for Chris. Nobody does 30 a day. <laughs> <laughs> not much. All right. Dog owners in Germany could be legally required to walk their pets twice a day in accordance to a new law that's been introduced by their agricultural minister. And uh, they say that basically uh, you could, you'll have to walk your dog twice a day, a minimum of an hour. So there you wow, go. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's <laughs> a lot. That's they say that's what dogs actually need. They're not just cuddly toys. They actually need that much. And they say I've heard this. It's not just for their physical stimulus, stimulus or whatever, but it's for their mental. Right? The walk mm-hmm. is more important for that. Anyway, so looks like I'm giving away my dog. I think so. I'm um, just kidding. I love you. My getting fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's a, I, the majority of people are like, oh, how many more laws do we need in this world? That'd be crazy. But just to have some fun this morning, if you could set up a law, any other law that you could create if you were the new, uh, I guess, prime minister and you had the all the power in the world, which uh, law would you uh, create? Jack, do you have something? Yeah, personally, I do. Uh. When someone lets you in the lane, you have to say thank you <laughs> or else your seat zaps. <laughs> Just give a wave. Don't be that guy that's like, yeah, I deserve this spot. This is called a merge. <laughs> yeah, but you could also just say thanks. Yeah. Courtesy is one of Jack's biggest things. It is. This this starts at the gift card and the and the thank you cards and just branches out from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just be thankful. That's a good law. All right. I agree with you, Matt. I have a law on a similar thing. <laughs> if I if I cut you off in traffic, don't give me the finger. There'd be no more fingers. <laughs> Giving somebody the finger would be illegal. I've got, I'm just sick of it. Matt, how many times do you give the finger first, though? Like, seriously, because you're, you're never. very aggressive. No, I only scream in my car. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. actually believe that. He's more of a screamer than a finger guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to antagonize without you knowing it. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a coward. He absolutely loses it. All right. Um, okay. I, I, I don't want it to be all traffic stuff because I was going to say. Oh, it, look in, at us. Well, but in Matt's vein, you know, there should be a law that you have to stay out of that left lane unless you're passing. Don't get me started because you're bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one time, Chris, Matt, and I took a trip down to Calgary together, yeah. and Matt was pointing out everything yeah. that everyone else, including Chris, was doing wrong on the road. Yeah, Chris, get out of the fast lane, period. If you're traveling in the fast lane, you're doing it wrong. I don't care if but, there's an empty highway. Get in the right side. But there was an empty highway behind Doesn't me. matter. I always get over if somebody needs to pass me. You do not travel in the left lane. But it's That's like, it. what, what are we blocking? The invisible vehicles? It doesn't matter. It's good <laughs> practice. What if somebody, a new driver oh. going the other way is like, oh, that guy's in the left lane. I'm just going to travel in the left lane too. Get in the right lane. You, now we're all on this road trip again. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you want to ask me when's the last time I got the finger driving mat? I don't. You are you're so oblivious. You're going eight, <laughs> Mach eight. <laughs> with your you thought it was a wave. <laughs> my law, okay. My law that's not a traffic okay. law is that if you're going to become a parent, you got to take some kind of course. You know what? Somebody agrees with you. We just oh, got really? this text. A new law: you must have a license to have children. Okay. Yes. Yes. I don't know if Matt and I would pass. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hard wouldn't pass, but his wife would pass with flying colors. Yeah, that's true. Your kid. wife cheated on that exam for you. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> There's Lee Bryce and Rumor at Kiss it in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 818. Uh, yeah, we're talking about laws this morning, um, basically just ones that you wish you could create. We're having some fun. Of course, we are getting the anti-Trudeau laws, but anyway, you know. That's... We're having some fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming There's... in. Uh, what else is coming in this morning? <laughs> My law would be, if you can hear someone chew, you get to slap them. Oh, boy. That's a great one. Yeah. Chris's face would be constantly red. Oh. <laughs> Another text here, I'd make a law that work weeks are four days long. And if it falls on a stat holiday, then they become three days long. I think people's mental health would be so much better. Mm-hmm. Four tens instead of uh, five eights, right? That's what a lot of people are working. That's great. Are we I'd doing math it. this morning? Yeah, now? yeah. Four yeah. tens, four tens. Uh-huh. Everyone must work in the service industry for a year at some point in life to share respect and learn how to go out. Jack, you the only one of us who ha- has worked in oh, the service yeah, industry. yeah, that is true. Were you treated with respect for the most part? Yeah, you know what? It was pretty decent, but I definitely think about that whenever I'm at a restaurant. Yeah, sure. you definitely treat people and tip better if you've worked in the service industry. I always said you can judge people, right? You can really judge the kind of person they are by the way they treat somebody like that. And sure. how many modifications they have on their order. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to onions, pickles, and cucumbers. <laughs> sure, Matt. Oh, yeah. When Matt rolls into a restaurant, they're like, oh, boy. That's not true. I'm pretty simple. I'll just take to Twitter after. (laughs) Tell everybody how I felt. This is an interesting one. New law must keep your yard aesthetically appealing. It doesn't have to be fancy, but no toys scattered on the front lawn and no bad paint jobs or shared fencing. I don't know. (laughs) I do. I I, I keep my lawn pretty tight. But it's just grass. Yeah, but your front yard, I agree. Your backyard, do whatever you want. Okay. You're good? Well, rubber stamp it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christy did chime in about the gym. She said, please wipe down your machines. The gym I go to, so many people don't, and it's so gross. And the same goes with Dumbbell Guy. When he's got 15 sets of different weights, uh-huh. like, come on, man. Yeah. You put them back. We all need to share those. Right? Don't be a dumbbell. Yeah. Okay, got it. What well about said. you? Laws, 780-421-1039. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.